Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals fall to the Sabres to open up the preseason. Catching up with the new guys, Darcy Kemper and Dylan Strom will join us. And the preseason continuing Wednesday on the road in Philadelphia. Good morning, everybody. It is Monday, September 26th. Welcome to Caps this morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. Presented by Clear, the faster way into Capital One Arena. We're back, and hockey is back. Our first show of the new season, and it comes after a 4-3 overtime loss to the Buffalo Sabres yesterday afternoon at Capital One Arena. Anthony Mantha with a goal in the first period. That led us off. Connor Sherry scored in the second period, and Joe Snively with a goal in the third that gave the Caps a lead. But Jack Quinn would tie it late in the game with a goal he pulled, his first of the preseason with 105 left. That forced overtime, and then Vinny Hinestrosa with a OT winner, just 115 in. Final score, Buffalo 4 and Washington 3. Zach Bucalli playing the first half of the game. He stopped 15 of 17. Hunter Shepard ended up taking the loss in overtime. He stopped 9 of 11. Ben, there were things to like in this game. Let's start with Anthony Mantha, and welcome back, by the way. Brand yes. new season, sir. A power play goal in the first period, and what we liked in that first period from Mantha was he was physical, too. Yeah, we've said before and we saw glimpses of it at times late last season and certainly to start that Florida Panthers series when Anthony Mantha is engaged physically when he's dialed in. It sort of brings the rest of his game out in a positive light, and albeit one preseason game, a small sample size here, but he was using the body, he was creating space, he was physical against the Sabres in the preseason opener, and then able to convert with the power play opportunity as well. So nice to see Anthony Mantha among the few real veterans, established NHLers that were in the game yesterday. Nice to see him uh, claim his turf, if you will, in that environment. Hopefully a sign of things to come, because big picture, looking ahead to the regular season and trying to fill the void without Tom Wilson. There's going to be openings in that top six. There's going to be ice time to be filled. And certainly Anthony Mantha among those players who, if he's playing up to his potential, it would certainly help ease that burden as far as the Capitals are concerned. Another veteran that shone brightly yesterday. How about Connor Sherry with that goal in the second period and a terrific feed from Alexei Protus as well. Maybe the goal I liked the most yesterday. Yeah, and Protus is another one. Again, the, the big body, and he was using the physicality, you know, lower down the depth chart as far as Protus is concerned. Somebody who's competing, you know, they're all competing for something this time of year. In his case, he's competing, trying to maybe make the opening night roster, trying to establish himself as an option lower down the depth chart at the NHL level. We'll see if that's in the cards for Protus to start the year, but he was very good. You know, drew a penalty early on that led to that Anthony Mantha goal, had the terrific primary assist on the goal from Connor Sherry that you referenced. And again, using that body, getting in on the four check, you know, checking a lot of boxes, saw time penalty kill, power play as well. So nice to see Protus again, someone else who's competing for the ice time, at least taking advantage of what was given to him, at least in this preseason opener. 
There's so many storylines that we're going to be talking about in the next couple of weeks and ultimately define how this roster is going to sort itself out. This is not one of the bigger ones, but it is one that is intriguing to me after yesterday. Joe Snively ends up getting a goal in the third period. Vincent Iorio, by the way, very nice effort to get it in for the point. Snively tips it first goal of the preseason. He got it with 14-17 to go. Snively has to clear waivers to go down, Ben, and there's a lot of guys that need to. Actually, Janssen Fialbi's another. There's going to be a lot of jockeying in those final days before final cuts about who goes down, when they go down, will they clear. And I think of what Joe Snively was able to do at the end of last season, show a propensity for scoring and not needing a whole lot of room to do it. Pretty quick release, and you want to see the local kid maybe stick around here but there is some short-term issue with Snively if he doesn't make the team you got to expose him so I'm a little intrigued to see how that is moving forward but I liked him yesterday yeah and I thought here over the past few weeks really since he signed the extension you know going back a few months ago and and the one-way nature of the contract that he received I see him as a 13th 14th forward when everyone is healthy in other words when there are openings in the lineup maybe he's someone who could take advantage of it it's a great story we've chronicled it the local kid you know the Herndon Virginia native little capitals alum John he's past that he's trying to make a case that he's an everyday NHLer and I thought last year you know I'll, I'll be honest John when he got called up late last December I thought, you know, again, nice local story, and sure, he's, it's not a charitable gesture to give him an NHL gig, but I thought it would be a cameo appearance, and it really wasn't. He really stuck around, and he really established himself. He was being used high up the depth chart. He was seen top six minutes. It was ultimately the injury that ultimately, you know, cut his season short, but I thought he showed himself very, very well at the NHL level and proved, again, it was only 12 games, it was only a dozen games, but he showed in those 12 games, you know, it wasn't only adrenaline at the start. He ultimately, you know, as the games kept getting deeper, as the, as the sample size grew, he showed that he had something. And I think there is something still there, and clearly the Capitals see that as well, having signed him to that one-way contract. And to your point, he would have to clear waivers. I would think he's one that if he continues to play the way he has shown, dating back to last season, he's certainly in the mix to, to begin the year at the NHL level. We've got Darcy Kemper coming up in a little bit. Going to hear from Dylan Strom this morning as well. But I do want to ask you before we get to that, one of the bigger picture things that we're going to be watching, and that is in the top six. No Tom Wilson, no Nick Backstrom. Dylan Strom was brought in in the offseason, signed as a free agent coming in from Chicago. Connor McMichael has been at center in the top six. He's been on the wing these first couple of days. We saw him at center yesterday. Not a lot of veterans in the lineup yesterday, but still playing up the depth chart. And I'm just wondering as we move forward here, McMichael yesterday, a little quiet, I thought, but the opportunity seems to be his right off the bat. Henrik Lapierre is certainly going to make a statement as well before it's all over. But these two guys jockeying to make this team too and for McMichael even if he's got a leg up want to see him maybe do a little more than we saw yesterday but he seems to be given that opportunity where he's been on the second line in these first couple of days of camp yeah and a little bit more NHL experience a little bit ahead a year older than where Hendricks LaPierre is and it's not unlike a year ago thinking back to last year Hendricks LaPierre ultimately you could say leapfrog McMichael at least to be in the opening night lineup and McMichael sat out as a healthy scratch you know the two of them might jockey for positioning might be fighting sort of for the same role the same ice time ultimately maybe you give a little bit of an edge to, to McMichael just again given the experience and the workload that he had last year at the NHL level but certainly you have to be impressed with LaPierre 
not only what he showed Capitals brass going back to last fall, but a strong summer came into camp early. He spent most of his summer, the second part of the summer in these parts anyways, was out at the veteran skates going back to, to early September, late August. And he's shown himself well and LaPierre looked good in the preseason opener yesterday, again, using the wheels. He was strong in the faceoff circle as well. So hopefully they push each other. You know, the competition brings out the best in, in each of them. I would think given the age and sort of the experience going back to last year, Maybe McMichael will, will have the inside edge, but I'll say this too, John. I, I would think the top six, it's going to be fluid. Whatever we see as the preseason goes on, whatever we see the opening week of the regular season, I would imagine there's going to be a lot of fluidity, right side, center position, top line, second line, lower down the depth chart. I would think there's going to be a, a lot of fluidity and a lot of changes and a lot of experimentation as we get going into the first month of the season. A lot to watch here, especially in the next couple of weeks. All he did last season was lead the Colorado Avalanche to a Stanley Cup victory. He signed a five-year contract with Washington as an unrestricted free agent back on July 13th. He's now the undisputed number one heading into the new season. Here now, my conversation with new Capitals goaltender Darcy Kemper. It's terrific to meet you. Welcome to Washington. And I guess you know, it was a chant four years ago. Everybody was saying back-to-back. We want you to go back-to-back this year. <laughs> uh, it would be wonderful to do. But how are you adjusting here and uh, getting started here in Washington? Yeah, it's been a great start. The guys, first of all, have been super welcoming, which has made the transition of joining a new locker room a, a lot easier. And, you know, it was fun that uh, we're finally at training camp and, and the skates are there for real now and starting to push towards that, that first game on the season. Obviously, we got uh, you know, a few exhibition games to, to go first. But, yeah, I'm just excited to join the group, uh, get to, to know everybody, and start playing together. Just a monster year for you personally with the Avalanche last year and a UFA as you get to the period to sign. What brought you around to signing with Washington? Obviously, when you put up the numbers you did, you had a lot of people who were reaching out to you. What brought you to the Capitals? You know, what really excited me about this group was uh, – it's a group that's won recently. You know, it's a, the veteran core has won it, knows what it takes to win it, and it's a group that I believe can win it again. And after winning it last year, uh, I can't help but uh, want to do it again. And, and that was really drew me to, to joining this team. Darcy, we spent a lot of time this morning talking about Alex Ovechkin's pursuit of 800 goals. How happy are you that he isn't going to be scoring on you this year? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I have to face him in practice now, but that's a little bit easier than games. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun uh, just being in the locker room and kind of watching Watching him chase down history and be a part of that is, uh, you know, it's going to be special and we're all going to be rooting for him and and trying to help him get there. Well, Darcy, we appreciate you joining us here and uh, spending some time with us. We look forward to seeing you during camp, the regular season. Hopefully big things for you and for the Capitals here. But welcome to D.C. and thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Then this Capitals team is going to go as far as Darcy Kemper is going to take them after two years of goaltending youth and instability. The Caps now a veteran Stanley Cup champion between the pipes. Yeah, and looking forward to seeing what he brings and the tandem, you know, with Charlie Lindgren, but certainly Darcy Kemper to get the lion's share of the workload, which will be a vast difference compared to the past two years as well. The players are going to come to work every day knowing for the most part who their starting goaltender is on a given night. It will be Darcy Kemper. And given the track record, given the Stanley Cup run last season, given what he did with, you know, we'll say some... uh, Some lesser talented Arizona Coyotes teams going back years ago. Darcy Kemper has proven himself over the past five plus years, certainly among the best in the NHL at his position. So certainly looking forward to seeing what he could do with uh, Capitals bunch that I know very much are are looking forward to playing in front of him uh, for years, years ahead with the five-year contract that he signed. 
Dylan Strom didn't think he was leaving Chicago. He's an RFA at the end of last season, and he scored 22 goals and assisted on 26 others. The Blackhawks said thanks but no thanks and didn't even qualify him. He became a free agent and then signed with the Capitals on July 14th. We chat with him now about where he thinks he might be in the lineup, leaving Chicago and now getting a chance to play with Alex Ovechkin. Dylan's first time we've had a chance to chat, and uh, first of all, welcome to Washington. What's this transition been for you, coming from Chicago, where you put up the best numbers of your career, and now playing on a team that has designs on getting back and making a deep run in the Stanley Cup playoffs? Yeah, it's exciting. Thanks for having me, first of all. I'm really excited to be here. It's been an easy transition, great guys in the locker room, and got here a couple weeks ago. I've just been skating here and and working out, and I'm getting ready for camp, and that that skate test that I'm sure you guys saw, so that was uh, something I've never done before, but got through it and and looking forward to the rest of the camp and, and hopefully a great season. Given the numbers that you put up, obviously there are a lot of teams that I'm sure were kicking the tires on you too when you got 22 goals last year. What led you to coming to Washington? What made this feel like this was going to be a fit for you? Yeah, I think just, uh, you know, they were one of the teams that, that showed a lot of interest on the first day there on the Wednesday of free agency. And you know, it was something I really wasn't expecting to, to go through. I think, like you said, uh, you know, having a, a pretty good year last year numbers-wise and, you know, being a restricted free agent and then all of a sudden finding out about four or five days before um, that I was going to be unrestricted. So it was something that just turned around really quick and then Washington uh, showed some interest and it seemed like a great fit. I think, you know, they, they have lots of guys that love to score goals and uh, some great playmakers. And I think the, this team's poised for, a, you know, a long run and you know I'm, I'm really looking forward to it I'm happy to be here and uh, I'm excited Alex Ovechkin he's looking at 800 goals this year in terms of milestones and in terms of this game there's two guys in front of him now on the all-time goal scoring list how excited are you to play with Alex Ovechkin this year yeah I think anytime you think of the Washington Capitals you think of Ovechkin obviously no a guy that's done it for a lot of years now and, and consistently I think um, that's one of the, the things that sticks out is he's always one or two or three in the in the top in the in the goals in the NHL so anytime you get to play with a perennial superstar like that it's it's exciting and I got to meet him a little bit play with him a few times in the scrimmages and uh you know he's fun to watch he scores pretty much every shot he takes and no I'm I'm excited I think there's no other way to 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 describe it you know he is probably the best one-timer in the history of hockey and to get the chance to to play on his team and hopefully on the ice with him sometimes it's uh it's almost like a dream come true last one for you here Dylan obviously one man's misfortune Nick Baxter not going to be able to start the season at center though there's opportunity there and to be able to play potentially in a second line role to certainly see an appreciable amount of ice time at center how much do you look forward to having the opportunity to know that you've got a pretty good spot on this depth chart by the time we get to opening night yeah I think um I think there's lots of guys that that can fill that role obviously I don't think anyone can fill quite the role that he does he's uh one of the best passers in the game and it has been for a long time so no, I think anytime uh, you know a guy is injured on your on your team, you have guys to step up and try to fill that role as best they can. And um, no, we'll see what happens. I, I'm not sure you know what the lines are going to be or things like that. But um, no, I'm ready for for whatever task is thrown at me. Played a bit of wing uh, last year and and mostly center. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm looking forward to it and lots of good players to play with on this team. Ben, it was really pretty surprising he was even available. The Hawks casting him aside, and now as camp moves forward, we see where he might slot in this lineup. We saw him on the wing at the beginning of camp. We've seen him at center as well. Seems like they're going to maybe experiment a little bit to see where he fits in. But 22 goals, he's got a real chance of being in the top six. Yeah, 20-goal score and someone who could certainly, again, help fill the void as far as that top six potential and the offense and carrying some of the workload that – Otherwise, they're trying to fill again with the absences of Wilson and Backstrom and a guy in Strom as well. You could potentially plug in. 
on the number one power play unit going back to his time in Chicago. He spent quite a bit of it on the power play, sort of working below the goal line, a position we've seen Evgeny Kuznetsov handle primarily when everyone is healthy. Maybe you slide Kuznetsov to the half wall. You have Strom down low. You have Oshie in the bumper position. In other words, everyone kind of slotting in. I think they have options with Dylan Strom. And again, whether he's on the wing or whether he's playing center, he could also play the right side. He could play the left side. Very versatile. He'll present Peter Laviolette with options. And again, a guy who not only has that potential, but I think he has some hunger and some drive as well. He hasn't necessarily been on teams that have gone on deep Stanley Cup postseason runs. Looking forward to fulfilling that here in Washington. And a guy who, again, you know, wasn't necessarily pleased with the way things unfolded in the offseason and the way things ended abruptly for him in Chicago. I'm sure he has a chip on his shoulder. He's acknowledged as much, and he'll be hungry and chomping at the bit here. Capitals now looking to Philadelphia and a game of the Flyers in a second of what will ultimately be six preseason games. Airtime on the Team 980 and Caps Radio 24-7 Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. Coming up on the show tomorrow, Nick Dowd, Anthony Mantha, and Evgeny Kuznetsov going to join us as the Caps get ready to go to Philly. Ben in the meantime, welcome back and have yourself a Monday, will you? Happy Monday. Happy preseason, John. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.